coaching came about because I was so inspired by my previous podcast called Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke weekly with 100 women from science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, or STEM. On Silence, I kept my guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about all their experiences around STEM or beyond STEM. What we tended to discuss was their experiences, what they learned along their life journeys, and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because everyone was kept anonymous, my conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent, and they definitely weren't just about STEM. We talked about everything, and the topics that tended to come up are topics that came up in every single episode. And they're also the same topics that I discuss with my own friends and family, or my mentees, or I'm asked about after I've given a talk in schools and colleges. So I thought, rather than keep these topics closed, how about throwing them out into the world through this podcast by letting everyone hear and engage in issues that are clearly important to all of us. So I sifted through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite sound bites and favourite topics. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on talking points that are actually pearls of wisdom from these women in STEM that I found particularly inspiring and empowering, and I hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about trust. Now, I've listened to a lot of talks on trust because for me, trust is such an important concept. And I think the definition that stands out the most and what springs to mind is the definition by Brené Brown. She's a woman that did that talk on vulnerability on TED and got loads of views and that talk went completely viral. And she says that trust is a product of vulnerability that grows over time and requires work attention and full engagement and you know that alone is something to just think about as we try and tackle what women in STEM from my podcast Silence have been talking about on the subject of trust. This from episode 31. At the beginning of my career it was external feedback that told me what my superpowers were And once I looked internally and I started making those decisions for myself, instead of taking others' opinions of what it should be, I realized it was that I'm honest and I'm true and I'm ethical and I create trust quickly with others because of those attributes that I carry. And I don't know that anybody from the outside could have articulated that to me. Um, But it's proved out over my lifetime that that's really that bond that I can get quickly with people because I am who I am and I'm I'm not having a put on. I think that that is for me, that was markedly different than what I would have thought when I was younger. And I think as you get older, you also stop looking as much for external approval and external value of you and you start looking internally to what makes you happy, what makes you who you are, what you want for the rest of your life. And that for me has been a market change in all of the attributes you asked me about earlier, especially in um, understanding who you are and having that confidence. I love what that guest from episode 31 has to say, because first of all, she gets vulnerable 
you know, to use the vocabulary of Brené Brown, you know, she gets vulnerable and clearly, you know, experience and time has taught her and she's put the work in and she's self-aware. So there's the attention there and she's fully committed to this idea of trust. And, you know, what I love about my guest is that she's so... um, honest um, in her appraisal of what experience and time has given her and humble as well you know Um, talking about sort of caring about what other people thought of her to now actually being able to let that go and I think that's a really hard thing to do to not care so much about what people think I think we live in a society where we really really care about how we come across to others. And, you know, she admits that her entire sort of self-worth came from what other people thought of her. And over time, she was able to shake that off. And I think that does really allow you to have a superpower. Because um, knowing who you are from within, even though it's really hard to get there, uh, does empower you. And with that knowledge of knowing who you are comes a sense of trust in oneself. And as a result, a trust in others. It's always so tricky because we seem to care less about what people think the older we get. And so, I don't know, sometimes I wish it was the other way around because I think if we cared less about what people thought when we're younger we would be unstoppable. So if you are able to develop that characteristic at a young age, you know, I would really urge you to do that. But truly knowing who you are from the inside isn't like an arrogant thing. It's a deep inner knowing which doesn't really require anyone to make a song and dance about it. You just kind of know. And it's like a quiet confidence of just knowing who you are. And I really want that for myself like I just think it's so important to have a strong sense of self and I think in having a strong sense of self it really allows you to have that deep-rooted trust in the universe and who you are and uh, that's definitely a place that I'd love to be my guest from episode 31 continues on to say this Um, but I think that it allowed me to stay true to who I am and to to be not just feminine, but to be nurturing and compassionate and to really keep my passion on my sleeve so that it, I think that it created trust within the organization of who I was. But I also think that when you go see customers, you know, you need them to believe in you. And if you're not your true self, then there's automatically a wall that goes up. So I'm always trying to be my genuine self. Some days it's hard, but I really do. I, I That is one of my personal goals is always to be true to who I am as a person and to my femininity. I was so struck by this guest when we had our conversation on silence because she really was very, very honest. And um, she admitted when she had shortcomings, defects, Um, weaknesses and it was nothing short of actually being 
strong in admitting that. And uh, I think that's what I really admired the most about her. And it is very much about trusting yourself first and actually cleaning up your act and becoming a person that you're proud of being and a person of integrity and kind of being able to hold your head up high knowing that you are being your best self. I think sometimes when we're doing things we aren't proud of, it can really change how we carry ourselves around in the world. Like when I wasn't being my best self, maybe I was partying too hard or being a bit of a rebel, I never really felt proud of myself. And it was only until I really cleaned up my act that I was able to look people in the eye and hold my head up high and kind of feel strong and confident in myself. And all of that generates trust, which my guest in episode 61 talks about. I think I was raised in an environment where I was taught to respect authority. Yeah. And I think in fields like physics, you're also that values in place where you respect authority. Mm. Um, but the authority that I was taught to follow were always men, you know? Yeah. And in recent years, like just the past couple of years, in fact, I've kind of been really watching myself and who I'm, who, which authority I'm actually trusting. Am I trusting um, myself at all? Because that's really the only person mm. I can really trust. <laughs> um, aside from maybe, you know, my closest friends and family, but Oftentimes, I think when you're in a mentoring situation in a workplace, you place, I, I used to place all my trust in my mentor. But then when my mentor became abusive, and I just did not see that because I thought he had the best intentions behind it. That's what really led to me suffering. I think women in general are taught not to trust themselves and not to listen to their, their gut and their intuition. And that's exactly what you need to be listening to in order to be your best self and do what you you need to do and what you want to do. That's because that's really all you need to do. I think we are totally in charge of our own behavior. I think sometimes we can look to authority figures to direct us as to what to do and show us the way. And obviously our primary caregivers and our parents and people we look up to when we're kids guide us. But I think there's also a time in our lives where we have to take responsibility for our own actions and our own behaviours. And I think that's when we really start to trust ourselves. Um, and that's when we end up starting to build self-worth. And that's when we're given trust. And I think when we are given that kind of trust when we're trusted to make the right decisions, when we're trusted with the responsibility, it feels really good to live up to that, to live up to those kinds of expectations, as my guest in episode 36 talks about. They were always very supportive and basically said, we trust you, you know, whatever you want to do, we'll do our best to support you with. So I went on to boarding school and I think that really changed me, just being around people like me um, I wasn't kind of considered a geek anymore because there are people there like me that guest was so interesting to me because she basically chose what her lifestyle was going to be like when her parents were divorcing 
And just off the top of my head, I think her parents were divorcing when she was around 11. She was pretty young, put it that way. And she saw her parents arguing and they couldn't seem to settle on the divorce and there was a lot of back and forth and a lot of upset. And she just said to her parents, look, I'm going to decide which parent I live with. And actually she wanted to go to boarding school so that it was fair. And I just think at that kind of age, um, behaving with integrity and maturity and responsibility ended up making her a very responsible and trustworthy human being. So when you make decisions like that that you think are for the greater good, I think it's always really important to be surrounded by people that really have your back. This from episode 94. Well, I would probably tell them to not doubt themselves. If they are entering into STEM, they need to leave their insecurities behind and not doubt yourself, be strong and trust. Trust your friends to be there to hold your back, you know, because this field is definitely not easy. You're going to have, uh, you're going to walk into walls and you're going to have those days when you won't get any ideas about work. And you'll definitely have those days when you'll feel lazy to even open a book. But it's all right. It's completely all right if you don't open a book on a day or if you just spend your day binge watching Netflix or anything. But, um, you know, you will be able to get through it if you just don't push yourself too hard. You just need to go easy on yourself. See, it all comes back to knowing who you are because if you know who you are then you know what's best for you you know what's best for the greater good and you know how you fit you know how you fit into the bigger picture of family dynamics friends dynamics works dynamics i mean there are just so many moving parts to a system and knowing what your role is and what your part is can mean that you play it well and when you're surrounded by people that believe in you and trust in you and have your back, it can make for a really strong foundation for a very solid life. And I'm not saying that you must only have a support network. I mean, sometimes it's difficult to have people that believe in you because if you're really unconventional, I mean, I speak from my own experiences. I really didn't meet anyone that was doing anything similar to me. And as a result, it's difficult to find a strong support network. Um, and really that makes things harder, but it doesn't make things impossible. And people have succeeded without the help of others. Uh, but it's just a little bit harder, as my guest from episode 54 talks about different there's that balancing act and i would say every strong woman i know has that balance we're we will slay dragons left right and center but our people if they don't trust our vision can slay us just as fast but yeah trust is definitely a two-way thing and you know in order to trust you have to be trustworthy and if you're trustworthy you're able to trust others and it can be really tricky if you've been hurt um, 
But I have noticed in my own life that the people I meet that really trust others are the people that have a really strong sense of self. And they really, really trust themselves. And even if they're around trustworthy people, they have enough confidence and self-assurance to not be weighed down by somebody else's shortcomings. And, you know, I am not in that place myself where um, I'm able to just trust everyone regardless of whether they're trustworthy or not. I think I'm still very much in that place where people need to earn trust and... You know, I treat people the way I'd like to be treated, but I kind of, I'm always a bit wary that it doesn't always work out that way. But I do know people who trust regardless, and if they let them, if they're let down by anyone, they just simply let them go. They're not angry, they're not resentful, but they do just cut them out of their lives. And I love that kind of strength and resilience. I, I think it shows a tremendous amount of self-confidence. Um, but trusting other people isn't the easiest thing and uh, it definitely takes time and it definitely takes an investment in somebody else, which my guest in episode 69 talks about. And just when you have somebody at home that you trust, that you really have, is like your backbone support when they when they, they are constantly doubting your choices, uh, I can see how, how detrimental this can be or bad this can be on this person's confidence on whether they are doing the right thing or making the right choices, especially when you're so young um, and trying to figure things out in the first place. So um, I, I, I really believe, um, like especially when, when I do lots of, uh, for example, STEM events in schools and things like that, like these people you trust, like your teachers, like your um, parents, like your sports coach even, um, to give you like this kind of um, confidence or support to say, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? And yeah, give it a try and see how you feel about it. And um, whatever you do, yes, we will be there to, to help you and support you through it. Um, and yes, questioning the choices and making sure that the person understands what it means and understands the implications on them and on their life and life choices. But as long as they are happy with it, I, I think it's extremely important to have that, that support network mm. around you. Sometimes you just have to take the leap and you just have to trust no matter what. Um, and that expression, fake it to make it, springs to mind here because sometimes even if you don't feel like someone's earned your trust or that you're ready to trust, sometimes you just have to trust anyway and that can be really, really difficult to do. My guest in episode 56 talks about this. So that, that idea of letting go and um, trusting other people to do things is really important for women in developing mm. that support system. I think taking the leap is difficult when you are trying to analyse whether it's worth taking the leap to trust. I think when we want to trust someone, we weigh up all the odds, the pros and the cons, especially if you're, you know, an overly analytical type, like I tend to be. Um, you're always kind of like weighing things up um, and trying to make the right decision but I think sometimes trusting isn't rational and it isn't logical but you just follow your gut and you trust anyway 
And, you know, often people get burned and then they just think, oh, so stupid, like I trusted when all the signs were saying that I shouldn't have trusted. But it can, not being able to trust can actually hinder the one that doesn't trust, as in by not taking the leap, you end up missing out on life. And people have often said that to me as well. Like, you know, if you're afraid to love and you're wearing up you're weighing up the pros and cons of why you should love or why you should trust. You end up not trusting because you talk yourself out of it. And then you end up not having that beautiful experience. Um, and so it's tricky. I think we really do have to follow our gut on this. Um, and there is a certain amount of analysis to be done but I think sometimes you just got to trust anyway you know as my guest in episode 99 describes but yeah there's a trust there's a certain level of trust that you must build with both your partner and your family and friends that you know this is not because I don't value our personal connection and our relationships mm. it's because I'm I'm pursuing something that's important to me right I and I think what my guest is talking about is taking her job in the middle of nowhere. She's a marine biologist and um, often has to be on location in very remote areas, leaving her partner behind. And that takes a huge amount of trust. But I think if you're in a relationship with someone that, that really loves you and really wants to be with you, then trusting is actually a joy because when that person has gone off to do something for a long time that doesn't involve you you're happy for them and you trust them because you know that they're doing something they love and I think love and trust um lets people go and it lets you take the leap it lets people go it's a real surrender it's a real letting go allowing just the natural order of things to unfold and you know it takes a really strong big person to be able to say you know what it makes me happy to see you happy and so I'm going to let you do what it is you need to do but there's like a mutual understanding between two people that you're not going to do anything that's betraying or dishonest or lacks integrity but you're doing it for the greater good um, and I think in those instances trust can be really um, developed in a strong way but I think if there's doubt and um, dishonesty, it doesn't allow trust to grow there. My guest from episode 78 expands on this. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's made me feel vindicated and it's made me, it's made me trust my own judgment a bit more. Because I think yeah. there's a lot of pressure at that age to know exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that's so false. And so many people at any age, you know, even people at retirement probably don't know if whatever they did for their job was what they wanted to do for their entire working life. But if you don't make that choice, you're going to be crippled by insecurity and fear. And life's too short for that. I think what my guest there is talking about is trying to figure out what it is you want to do, because sometimes we don't know. We just know that it's the right thing because we feel it in our gut. And... Um, I don't know, following one's heart, I think, is the most trustworthy the most trustworthy thing you can do. 
I think if you have ulterior motives or not so clean intentions, uh, that can really lead to a low level of trust. And we really have to be able to discard what people think of us um, and really get a strong sense of who we are. And my guest from episode 61 talks so much about this journey she's had with that very concept. It, it was a fight for me too. Mm. It was a fight for a very long time. I altered how I dressed. Sometimes I would dress like a techie, you know, the the jeans and the t-shirt, like I don't care. Mm. And then sometimes I would dress more professional. Like maybe if I dress up, they'll take me seriously. That didn't change anything. You know, I tried altering how I act. I tried to be nice and super um, like friendly and, and, you know, giving too much praise, mm. you know, just to try to like get them yeah. to like me. Um, and then I also tried being a recluse and not really interacting too much. Mm. Anything I did never changed my situation. And what I discovered is that I, I had to let go. I had to let go of what other people thought of me. I had to let go of that fight and just be my mm. authentic self and trust that, you know, if, my work is good enough and I don't need to keep trying to, you know, twist and turn and morph into someone I'm not just to please others around me. I don't have any control over however other people think of me. Um, and what I found was, at least in my current job, um, which is the best working environment I've been in so far, that when I let go and I was able to my work improved and people started taking me seriously. It kind of all fell into place once I let go of trying so hard. I mean, looking back at everything I've struggled with, it's it hasn't been all my fault, but I definitely, if I had had the kind of empowerment and self-assurance and trusted myself rather than trusted other people, then, um, or trusted the wrong people, yeah. <laughs> then, um, I would have been probably better off, but you know, you learn your lesson one way or another. <laughs> yes. It can be really, really difficult to let go though. It can be really difficult to trust other people to do things the way you would do them. As my guest in episode 56 talks about. So they have trouble with letting go and delegating things to other people. So that is a real learning process that they have to start with baby steps by delegating a little bit of work and then see if they can find somebody they can trust to help them do the things. Um, so that, that idea of letting go and um, trusting other people to do things is really important for women in developing mm. that support system. But it doesn't matter who you are. What, uh, but it doesn't matter whether it's a relationship, a work situation, whatever it may be, Trust really does build something strong and it always leads to success, as my guest in episode 74 mentions. So you've got to build a good team. You've got to have that trust and honesty. Yeah. Learning to trust, I think, takes time. It's definitely something where, as Brené Brown says, it has to be worked at and it has to be an investment and, and it does require full engagement and... You know, a high degree of humility. The best definition I've heard of humility is 
to remain teachable. And so this idea that you're constantly learning and that you may make mistakes, but you want to grow from them is how I think uh, you build trust because trust isn't based on a completely flawless um, record or, you know, trust. You can make mistakes in your pursuit to gain trust. You know, it isn't a level of perfection that earns trust, if you know what I mean. Um, So mistakes can be made, but I think if you're humble about those mistakes, which I guess Brené Brown talks about as being vulnerability, then I think that can really help you um, earn trust in yourself and others, as my guest in episode 68 talks about. But I kind of started habits where I would double, triple, and quadruple check everything that I was going to say to make sure it was right, um, instead of trusting my instincts. And so I think that over time, um, I've developed those skills more. Um, I still would like to be more confident in what I do, but I think just gaining experience and not being afraid to be wrong has been something that's been important because there's no way that I can be an expert in everything. And so as long as I have the mindset of like, I'm going to say what I think, if it's grounded, and then take feedback well and learn from it and learn from the other people around me. And that's, I think, what makes a more successful field and more successful groups. What I love about my guests from episode 66 is her appreciation of the fact that everyone has their own path and their own journey in life, even her own unborn child. And I think that attitude is really empowering because often we're trying to right the world or have everyone do things our way or, you know, um, I don't know, we have our own perspectives. But I think trying to impose our perspectives on other people is a waste of our own time. But it also means that other people don't get to have their own journeys. And yes, you know, we have laws and we have regulations of how to conduct ourselves in society. But I think generally people, as long as you're not hurting anyone, should be allowed to discover their own selves and find their own way. It can be really difficult to change people anyway and to force people to be trustworthy or force people to trust us. And so sometimes we should just let go of the way things are unfolding to just let them unfold naturally. And that is exactly what my guest from episode 66 talks about. You know, what has really helped me um, is literally from... The minute I found out I was pregnant with her, um, I just kind of, you know, trusted that she would come into this world to be her own person as well. Um, and she would be, you know, in her own journey, right? Yes, as my daughter, but definitely not as... um the person who would want me to sacrifice my dreams um, or ambitions. And I think by the same token, if we allow people to have our own journeys, it really does influence the expectations and the pressures we put on ourselves. Because I think as long as we're trying our best and showing up 
um, to the best of our abilities. We shouldn't try and push ourselves harder than that. I think sometimes we compare ourselves to others and we think, well, they've got that and they've achieved this and that by a certain time. Why haven't I? But if we do appreciate that we all have our own journeys, then we'll realise that actually you'll get there when you get there. Maybe you won't. Maybe it will take you in a completely different direction. But trusting that each and every one of our lives is unfolding the way it's meant to. And that as long as we are trying to be the best people we can be in whatever it is we've chosen to do and that we're not hurting people and generally that our motivation is for the greater good and for the love of other people, I don't think we can go far wrong. This from episode 69. I like to have everything set in stone. I like to have everything planned out and be super prepared. And I think with the amount of expectations in my coursework and understanding in my jobs right now I think kind of trusting myself to be able to think mm-hmm. on the spot and is a, also a challenge because I would love to be able to sit down and have every word that I am going to say prepared but kind of knowing that when I'm studying and when I'm learning things and when I'm preparing for things knowing that I don't have to have a script or I don't have to say everything perfectly as long as I understand concepts and move forward. I think that's something that I've been trying to improve upon because I think that will make Mm. me more effective instead of having very specialized uh, actions or specialized solutions, having ability to move between them is important. So because Silence was a podcast for women in STEM, Often the perspectives have been very female skewed. And I'm going to leave you with this last quote from episode 69, where she talks about how we can learn to have more trust in ourselves and other people. And I think her main point is that, you know, women are often not trusted to be able to show up in a man's world. We're often not given the benefit of that doubt. And I think one of the ways that my guest from episode 69 feels that that can change is if men's attitudes towards women can change. It would be so great if we are trusted that we are capable, that we're trusted, that we're strong, that we're trusted to bring something unique and special and profound to the table, and that we have a really significant role in this world. We're not a subordinate gender. We are empowered in our own special and unique ways. And we are oftentimes very different to men. And obviously there's a whole range of variation within those stereotypes. And I hate to be the person that is stereotyping, but in order for there to be much more trust in the world, there has to be a trust in each other and a trust in each other's capabilities and what we bring to this world, um, whether you're female, male, or anything else, trust is earned, and it's also very easily broken. This from episode 69. When you're given this flexibility or the trust to make decisions on how you make use of your time and how you allocate your time, then the, the pressure is a lot less than what you what you you would normally have. 
I would say men being the agents for change would be a, a huge one. Um, I think the, the most successful environments I worked with in is where men are are true believers in, in women and the importance of women in the workplace and the importance of the, the um, uh, of kind of them being comfortable and being able to support their families alongside kind of doing their careers. But also, I think the, the key problem is people keep thinking that only women need to um, need to be there to kind of support their their families, which is really not the case. Because I know my husband would very much appreciate having dinner with his daughter instead of being in work. Men being agents for change, I think, is, is quite important because then they are also big believers of the importance of work-life balance and the importance of giving different people the opportunity to do um, whatever they want in their in, um, in kind of this this flexible work arrangement, but also being great believers in and um, particularly giving the opportunity for for women. So it's not easy to trust. Uh, there are very many aspects to the whole concept of trusting. Whether that's trusting at work, trusting with your friends, trusting your family. There are so many different levels of trust and according to Brené Brown, it does require work and full attention. But it also requires us to be really, really humble about wanting to remain teachable. But As with every episode of innovation, it always starts with ourselves. I truly believe that in order to trust others, we really have to be able to trust ourselves. And that requires the kind of inner work that we can only really do when we are alone with ourselves, getting to know who we really are. Thanks for listening this week. Please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review if you can. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode and any others that you've listened to and any suggestions for future topics on this show. It's all about self-discovery and evolution. So if there are any issues which you feel are holding you back from living to your fullest potential, I'd love to delve into that, drawing upon the wisdom and experiences of my amazing guests from my previous podcast called Silence. Be kind and loving to yourselves and I wish you all a great week.